Hey y'all, it's your girl Key from Klee. Um, I'm by myself this episode. If y'all listening to this, all my guests play me this week. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, schedules got tied up, so I just decided to do episode nine by myself. Um, and just pretty much just do a catch up. You know, y'all been giving me some feedback on my podcast and. I've been having guests back-to-back and stuff like that, so I never really had a chance to um, acknowledge um, what y'all had to say. But other than that, um, on episode five with Vail, that's actually my most listened to episode, I've been thinking about having um, Vail, who the fuck I'm talking about? (laughs) Uh, I was thinking about having um, Vail as um, my co-host, but... um, I don't know. I was thinking about just doing the first little episodes I had rolled out already. And from there, you know, trying to see what feedback I get. And then from there, I don't know. Me and Vail might be doing a show together. But um, that is my most listened to episode. I pretty much... um, What's the word? I don't know. Introduced, I guess, a new topic to y'all. So y'all can get more insight to me and what I got going on. And it was called Fumble the Bag because I keep fumbling the bag. Um, some of y'all may know I am newly single and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like at this point, I'm just going to call my ex back and try to make it work because <sighs> y'all weird. And even when I try to like have an open mind about it. Y'all really weird. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I'm comfortable to just something that I've always been doing or something like that. But I just feel like everybody's just weird. Everybody's communication skills is weird. Everybody's um, conversation skills are weird. Everybody just, I feel like they lie for no reason. It's just weird as fuck. It just makes me skeptical to meet new people. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. But... In the same token, I fumbled the bag again. But this fumble, I was kind of confused on because me being newly single, I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And by that, I mean, do I slide in DMs as a female? (laughs) If I like somebody, if I genuinely like somebody, do I slide in their DMs? Like, do I ask them, what's up? What's, how you doing? I like you. I like I'm real straightforward. I really don't like small talk. So it's this guy that I've known for like a long time. I think I've known him like a long time. Like probably like fifth grade. But like as we got older, you know, we just stopped talking. Like, you know, people go their separate paths. But I don't know, like, in this past couple years, I've just noticed, like, dang, he's really attractive, he glowed up, like, whatever, but then, you know, I know, like, his siblings and his family background, like, I know he's a nice little family man, he's, you know, he's great, like, I think he's a cool person, he's always been funny as fuck, um, he's great, I mean, he he gonna know who he is if he listening to this shit, cause I didn't already slid in his DMs. But I think I fumbled the bag. But at the same time, I really don't care because I felt the need to tell him. But at the same token, do you tell somebody when you like them as a female? Or do you really just got to send telepathic shit? Because I'm not really like that. I'm really a straightforward person. 
I I'm not a weird person like that. Like they was like, girl, shoot, they shot by staring at the person. Like that's weird as fuck to me. I can't just stare at somebody. Like no, I really do have a staring problem. But like I can't just stare at somebody if I like them. Like I'ma like them. And then, as some of you may know, I also like girls. And dealing with that situation is weird too because females are just what's the word flaky (laughs) they're flaky they say they're gonna link with you and then they never really do which makes sense because shit i do the same thing but i don't know it's just weird being single is weird um do i miss my ex yes but i miss the old times i miss how it used to be you know, like things that have been transpiring between um, between us the past couple years haven't really been tasteful. Um, I don't know. Sometimes when you be in a relationship for so long, I feel like you only stay in it out of comfort. And that sounds kind of crazy, but you stay in it for comfort. You stop tending to things. You stop caring. You stop watering your plants (laughs) if that makes sense so it's like no I don't have kids no I don't have anything like that but I feel like our careers got in the way um I was in school at one point I feel like that kind of drew us apart at one point as well um me dealing with things that I never really healed from him dealing with things that he never really healed from and over time I think we kind of just Got on each other's nerves. I don't know the future. Um, can we get back together? I feel like it's worth fixing if we both are willing to do it. But at the same time, like I feel like we both need space and time apart from each other in order to realize if that's what we really want. Um, like I said, I don't even know who that person is to me anymore. So it's like... I don't know. It sounds like a thing that I'm still healing from myself. But at the same time, our relationship was going south for so long that I feel like I kind of started already detaching myself. So that's why some people are kind of like, you know, like, why aren't you sad or why aren't you this? I just, I don't know. I feel like for me to be only been single for a couple of months I feel like I've been alone for a long time and that's just speak volumes to me so I feel like I've low-key already started healing and accepting things before we even decided to part um I fumbled the bag (laughs) because I slid in my friend's dms or whatever well I wouldn't even say my friend I'm just a guy I know and, you know, pretty much told him, like, hey, you know, I had a, I have a crush on you and I have for, you know, some time now. And he pretty much told me, like, oh, I ain't going to lie, I got a situation ship. Now, at that moment, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, that makes sense. But then I started paying attention to, like, what he was posting on social media. And I don't think he in a situation ship. I just think that I kind of shook him. And well, he wasn't expecting me to say that shit to him. 
And I don't know. I feel like that's really a solid question I want answers to. Is it okay for a female to slide in the DMs? Like, does that scare y'all away? Let me know. But anyway, y'all said that um, I'd be asking my guests some good questions when they come on my show to the point where they want to know my answers. So, as <laughs> I listen to a lot of music, y'all, like a lot of music. But lately, my favorite song is uh, Tiana Taylor and Quavo, Let's Build. I don't know what it is. It's something about... I don't know. First of all, I like Tiana Taylor Holo album. I, I like it a lot. And on top of that, I don't I don't know what it is, but I love Quavo featured on songs. And it sounds so like I don't know. It sounds like they're a good mesh together. And I liked it. Like I feel like they, they came together really well in that song. And just, it's very simple. Like, they're repeating themselves over and over. But I, I like the message in the song. Like, you know, words can't express the way I feel. And, you know, if if love, let's, you know, let's build. I like it. Like, it's a dope little song, and I fuck with it. Um, I also been listening to Fabricated by Lil Dirt. That's definitely one of my favorite songs right now. Um, just... I don't know. It's just something about Dirk, little singing ass. I love him, and I love that song. They don't fuck with you for real. Like that's listen. That shit is a banger. I love that song. Um, what else have I been listening? Oh, we've been definitely been on this Forty Two Doug wave. I love Ben Turned. I don't know what it is about that song, but it's like the first song I play every time I get into my car, and I really like that song. So, like, those are, like, the three songs I'm listening to right now on the little R.B. side, the little rap side, the little, you know, I've just been vibing for real. Um, Musical moods. Y'all asked me what do I listen to when I want to get motivated. When I want to get motivated, I listen to Rick Ross. Or Jay-Z. Because they are bosses to me. And I want to be a boss. I want to be a boss-ass bitch. That's what I want to be. And when I listen to Rick Ross, he make me feel like... This water tastes like champagne. Shit, this Nissan feel like a Porsche. Something. Like, I just feel like it's it's money. I feel like money. And Jay-Z makes me feel like... a. Like, uh, I feel like he be reading me and then he be schooling me. Like, he's really like a father figure to me or something. Like, I really, like, that's who I listen to when I need to get bossed up. Even when I'm dealing with, you know, if I, you know, when I fumble the bag. My favorite song to listen to is Jay-Z Regrets. Because, shit, you got to learn to live with regrets. And that's the realest shit I ever heard. Um... Who do I listen to when I am? Hold on, I'm trying to read this. Oh, who do I listen to when I um when I work out? I listen to a little bit of everything, but lately I've been listening to Megan Thee Stallion. I do. Um, lately I've been against like these remakes, as y'all know how I um told y'all on an earlier episode. I'm not into remakes on these songs that people keep doing. I really don't like it. It's weird to me, but I do like um. 
uh, Megan New Stallion. What's the the I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. Yeah, I like that song. I do on a elliptical listening to that song is insane. You burn so much fucking calories on that shit. And I like listening to City Girls when I work out. I'm not really a big City Girls fan, but I do like that new song, Jobs. Definitely caption worthy. <laughs> but I love that um, that song so much. Just, I don't know, it's, not, it's some boss-ass bitch shit. And that's how I want my body to look, on some boss-ass bitch shit. Um, who do I listen to when I'm genuinely happy? When I'm genuinely happy... Like, in a good mood, I listen to, like, feel-good music. Ari Lennox, new album. Well, not new, but it's still new to me because I keep it in rotation. Like, I be listening. Like, she make me feel like a beautiful woman, like. You know, I, I'm flawed, but I'm a beautiful woman. Or just scissor. I can be your supermodel if you believe, if you see it in me. I don't know. I just, I like to, to sing. I like songs that make me feel good and, you know, make me feel low-key. No name. I like listening to her. She makes me feel, um, like, good inside. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else I'd be asking on musical moods, but I don't know. That stuff just be coming to mind of whoever I'd just be talking to at that moment because I know what moods they be going through. Um, when I'm, like, really going through something emotionally, though, I always turn to Kid Cudi because I feel like he gets me. <laughs> He gets me. So, like, anytime I feel, like, really low and depressed, you know, I listen to Mr. Rager. Because it's like, hey, where are you going? What what you, what you doing? Where are you going? Where are you headed? What, you know? Or I like to listen to Mac Miller. Um, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. I don't know, Mac Miller just makes me feel like um, everybody everybody goes through the same thing I am. And it's not just me that's going through it. It can definitely be, you know, tough going through something. But I feel like Mac Miller is there to comfort me. Those type of artists, I feel like you got to hold close and dear to your heart. And when people try to, like, you know, comfort them, you got to stand your ground. Because them artists helped you through some things. You know, different people listen to different things, do different things, and that's what I listen to. What, um, <laughs> like Lex P from uh, Poor Minds be saying, because life be lifing. <laughs> um, so, y'all also wanted to know what. <laughs> Because this underrated, overrated artist thing definitely starts heated arguments here on the um, Foyer Records. And <laughs> I don't mean to be ruffling no feathers, but I just be trying to be real. Um, Honestly, an artist that I really, really, truly feel, I love him, but an honest, a artist that I truly, honestly feel is overrated is Drake. 
and I don't say that to be a hateful person. I just feel like if Drake stopped making music today, right now, I would be fine with that. Not because I'm not triggered or like happy with his music. Oh, excuse me. Or anything of that nature. I genuinely feel like Drake is not creative anymore. He can put out music and all of it starting to sound like the old stuff. Like you can listen to, you know, the last three albums and they pretty much sound the same to me. When um, me and Greg had that episode where we ranked the Drake albums, um, it was hard for me to to rank the beginning of the Drake albums. But like towards the end, it really wasn't that hard for me because they all sound the same. So I feel like nowadays, OVO Drake, October's very own Drake, not Young Money, Cash Money Drake, but OVO Drake is overrated in my eyes. And also, y'all know I'm about to say this shit, Kevin Gates is overrated to me, as well as Rod Wave. I don't see the hype. <laughs> they both just be, well, not both. Rod Wave to me, I can't get with his voice. He be whining to me. I really don't like him. He just, I don't know. He be too sad for me. I don't like that. Like, he be sad on upbeat beats. I don't like that. Like, that ain't cool. And then, um, Kevin Gates. I don't know. I just can't get with him. Like, he one of them fake deep people. And I don't like that. <laughs> I just, I just can't get with it. Um, who is underrated to me? Ari Lennox, for sure, on the R&B side. I feel like she doesn't get what she deserves. Her voice is a powerhouse. She is like our new neo-soul artist that I feel like, is he going to get her flowers? Um, It's, I don't know, it's low-key not even fair how she gets treated to me. I feel like she can do so much more. And people just don't even give her her flowers. It's so sad to me. Um, who else is underrated? I don't know if he's under. Well, yeah, to me he's underrated. Sir, I love Sir. He's real. He 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 takes R and B to a next level. His voice is beautiful. He glides on any track. And he, he's he's an honest man. I love a man that's honest. That's just being honest about being a hoe and honest about just, you know, just getting pussy and going about their way. Like I'm not I'm not against that. I love a man about his word. I really like that. Um hmm. Sid from the internet. She is very underrated to me as well. I feel like if we can bond over Sid, I like you. I have a crush on you already. <laughs> I love Sid. Sid is a, she's gay. I don't think she's bisexual, but she's gay. And she talks about, you know, loving down women. And I love it. She makes me want to see what she about herself. I love her. Um... It's a lot of other artists, but those are the three that I feel like are on the tip of being, you know, 
bigger, but, you know, people cut them short. And I don't like that. Like, that ain't cool. Um, What else do I be at? Oh, who do I think is going to be relevant five years from now? The only rapper that I think really has a chance of being relevant five years from now is two artists, only because they have a tough, 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 tough following. And that's Lil Baby and NBA Youngboy. I'm not even a big NBA Youngboy fan. I literally can, like, skim through his little albums and find my little four or five tracks that I'm a rock with. But I really like him. Not because he's, um, you know, just this young coming out artist and he, you know. But he really, I like his range. He can really go aggressive as fuck on a song, and it'd be hard as hell. To he can go soft, and that shit sound hard. I love men who can go soft, as y'all know. That's why I love Moneybag. But I just I don't know. I feel like when you have range like that, it it has to be noticed. And his following is so tough. Like, his fan base is so hard. I feel like they're going to keep him alive for five years, even if he doesn't make music. Kind of like how we do Chief Keef. His music now sucks ass, but we keep that nigga alive. Like, he's relevant as fuck to us. But at the same time, he's not as relevant how he used to be five years ago. So I don't know if I don't know if that's a good analogy. But I think NBA has a good chance. Maybe that Chief Keef, maybe that's not him. But I feel like he has a good chance, honestly, of staying relevant. Now, um, little baby, I don't see him slowing up no time soon. He just keep dropping and 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 dropping, and it keep being heat. Um, I know some people, you know, argue like you know not everything is heat, but I can't recall anything you know bad. I only skip a couple songs on that My Turn album. And anything before that, I don't really, you know, I let it ride. I fuck with him the long way. He cool people. Um, I think a lot of these new artists are just cool for the moment. And they don't have a lot of longevity on their hands. Just for the strength of... All the sound is starting to be the same. Nobody is becoming different. Nobody is making any noise with anything different that we haven't heard before. So it's just starting to become really repetitive. I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be remembered really hard. Like, I fuck with Gunna really hard, but I don't see him being remembered in the next five years. Um, I fuck with... Um, I really don't. I just fuck with his with that PTSD album, but G Herbo, I don't see him lasting in five years. I really don't. Like, I I don't know. That's just me though. Maybe y'all feel a little different, which is why I bring guests on the show, but I don't know. I feel like it's not necessarily for all artists to last for a long time. Sometimes you just, you know, it's your turn. It's your time and you, you get that time and that's just that. So, Somebody asked me, what is my favorite um, project this year? And I, I don't know. I've been keeping a lot of things in rotation. But 
I honestly can't stop listening to this little Dirk. I cannot stop listening to this Polo G. This Polo G is hitting me real different. I don't know, because I'm growing and, um, you know, I have goals for myself and I'm really, like, working hard to, you know, make For Your Records a bigger thing and make it, you know, bigger listeners. And, you know, I want this to be a way for me to bring in money someday and um, talk music on a bigger platform one day. Like, I really dream of doing that. So, like... I think that Polo G album is kind of, like, pushing me a little harder. Like, I feel like he's just a hungry young artist, and I feel it. Like, and I like it. I like his, I like it. Um, <clears throat> My favorite singer right now, as y'all know, is Ari Lennox. Um, um, somebody else asked me that, too. I don't think what other questions y'all asked me before I can, um... Move on to the little musical notes I got here. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be trying to answer answer these questions when I get a chance. But, I don't know. When I do these episodes by myself, I'm going to definitely be answering the questions that I ask on the guests. I don't try to interfere too much on, with my guests on the show because, I don't know. I feel like when I give my opinion too much, I'm overshadowing my guests. And what's the point of me having a guest on? So, for my musical notes today, I wanted to talk about these versus battles that keep being questioned in the air with T.I. First, it was Rick Ross versus T.I. And then it was T.I. versus 50 Cent. Now, granted... T.I. was a movement, okay? He was a movement in hip-hop. I just, you know, me and my mother just talked about how my mother was obsessed with him at one point. I don't like T.I. as a person, but him as a rapper, he, he, held, he held his own. He had a movement. However, what the fuck is going to win against 50 Cent, Many Men? What is going to win against 21 Questions? Because I feel like them two songs alone will take any cake against any song. I don't care. 21 Questions is a banger. And I, don't, I can't think of not one T.I. song that can come to match with that. Whatever you like. Why you want to go and do that, little ma? Huh? Why you want to go and do that, 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 that? I don't know. What, what, I don't, I, listen, y'all tripping. 50 Cent had a nice little run in the 2000s. He, listen, G, you net, everybody was thirsty for that shit. I don't know. Y'all got to remember how it was in the 2000s. Y'all got to remember y'all childhood and how vivid that shit was. That shit was lit. And Rick Ross, Ashton Martin Music, I feel like Big Meech, Larry Hoover, like, he has some bangers, and I think that y'all are really tripping on this aspect. <laughs> and I feel like y'all not really listening when it comes to that aspect. Um, me personally, I feel like T.I. and Rick Ross, if you really like want to battle, 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 battle between them, um, it'll be a draw. <laughs> Because they both had range. They both had nice little, um, you know, 
singers come on they hooks. Um, they both had, you know, I listen. The only thing that I guess T.I. got on him is he was really out in these streets and Rick Ross was writing from what he saw as a, a CO officer. So, I don't know. I don't know. But 50 Cent, I think 50 Cent would get it for sure. Like, just on the strength of he had range too. And I think that y'all be forgetting that shit. But moving on. I'm becoming a fan of Hallie and Chloe. Now, granted, I saw them in concert when I went to see Beyonce in concert a couple years back. And let me just say, that was amazing. Okay? Like, it probably went over my head at the time, but it was a really amazing performance, and I really enjoyed it. But they are really starting to grow on me, like, as artists, as people, and just in general. And I just, I like them. In their little tennis court performances, their BET performance um, at the um, performance BET award performance or whatever, I loved it. It was so cute. I can't wait till they get a little bit older because you could tell that um, Chloe wants to show a lot of more sex appeal, and I'm here for it, sis. She got body, and Hallie, I can't wait to see you know what she looked like in um, the Little Mermaid and all of that, but. Together, they are so cute. I thought they were twins for a long time, too, but they're not. But they are so cute. Like, I really like them. I'm becoming really big fans of them. I also like their album. I've been listening to it. But that Forgive Me song, oh, my God. I've really been fucking with that song. I like it a lot. Um, also, I wanted to touch on Beyonce being really, 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 really Solange. Because I'm here for it. Now, that Black Parade song that she came out with on on Juneteenth, it kind of didn't get as much, you know, praise as, you know, some other songs. Probably, like, if she was bashing Jay-Z or something like that. Which, you know, she knows. She knows that shit. But I love it. It's a feel-good song. It was perfect for the summer. It's it's so, it sounds like a a marching band. Like, she using the same, like, homecoming feel that she had when she came out with that um, documentary. It's amazing. I love it. And then just to know that she's coming out with a blackity black ass album at the end of the month, I'm here for it. I really like it. Um, usually Solange is the one that's usually like, oh, black, 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 black. Now, granted, Beyonce does talk about, you know, for her people and her her, her husband's black nose and her, her daughter's uh, curly hair, like on formation and things like that and you know, I get that. Beyonce has spoke on this before, but I feel like she's been extra, extra black lately, and I'm here for it. Maybe she had to be subtle with it and maybe, you know, keep it under wraps for a while just because she had an image to keep up. But now that she doesn't give a fuck, I'm so here for it, and I love it. Um, I know, I look, if she come out with a video to this um, Black Parade song, which... I really gonna feel really hurt if she doesn't because I feel like, you know, she would have probably came out with it the same day it came out. Beyonce style on Juneteenth. But the song itself is just amazing. Just, I don't know. It makes me feel like a queen straight out of Ghana or something. I love it. Like, I, I just love it. And I'm just, I love this person that Beyonce is exerting on us. I really do. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I stand. 
forever. Um, while we talking about Beyonce, my four-year records um, this week is Beyonce's four album turns nine years old. And I just think that's insane. <laughs> turns nine years old, which makes sense because I remember that's when I was um, hanging out with my sisters a lot that summer. And when One Plus One first came out, I did not like that song. But when I fell in love, I've really felt that song on a different level. Like, when you're in love and you really feel like you just so, like, in love with that person and you just can't see anything but that person, oh, my God, that that song hits so differently. I used to cry in the car listening to that song. Like, it's just me and you. Like, oh, my God. Like, so now, like, as an adult growing into one, just seeing how my sister was acting when you know her 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 baby daddy was together it was just amazing um today is also my nephew's um ninth birthday which makes sense because i remember my sister um was playing this album when he was in you know a little a little boy when he was a little newborn love on top party i miss you like every day I've been playing that song heavy in rotation, but <laughs> I'll keep that. I'll keep that. Um, I'll save that for a later time. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about school and life for a minute. There are a lot of Beyonce songs that go like under <clears throat> underwhelm. Like I don't know, they just don't get the same recognition. I don't know, but you want to talk about motivation, musical moods, school and life. That song is amazing now granted Beyonce does not have a high school degree I don't even think and she basically is just saying like you know like I had to be my own teacher I had to be my own lover I had to be my own healer da, 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 and stuff like that which is fine she had to grow up on her own she had to do that she had to grow into her own but school and life really makes you believe that shit like damn I don't need none of this for real I, I'm really teaching myself at the end of the day I Things that I like to do, things that I, I have to handle, you know, th- feelings, you know, who needs a degree when you school in life? You really have to teach yourself everything. That song hit different as you grow as a as a woman. And, um, yeah, I love Beyonce 4. Those are some of my favorite songs off of Beyonce 4. Y'all can let me know what y'all favorite songs off of um, y'all Beyonce um, 4 album. But I can't believe the album turns 9, but... I guess, you know, my nephew turned nine, so I guess that makes sense. This week for the record spotlight, I wanted to talk about how I am dealing with my breakup. And of course, it's music. Um, I don't really like have, you know, like a playlist or anything that I created. But, you know, some days are harder than others. Some days I wake up like, okay, it's going to be fine, you know, one step at a time. It's great. And then other days I wake up in tears like, oh, my God, I should have kept fighting for this relationship. Why did I give up so hard? Why did I do this? Why did I do this? And it's just like, you know, I don't. After a while, you have to just come to terms with yourself like hey you made a decision 
you know. Actually, the decision that we came to was a mutual decision. And I don't know if it's because we both have acknowledged that, you know, things have changed over time and, you know, you know, it's not really how it used to be. Or just because we know that we love each other so much to the point where if we keep loving each other this hard, we're only going to hurt each other. And we don't want to hurt each other. And that's scary within itself. So sometimes I kind of wake up like, dang, I should have just fought harder. Why did I, why did I do this? Why I should have, I should have, man, I should have, I should have talked it out. I should have did it. But it's like, how many times can you talk it out? How many times can you say the same thing over and over? How many times can you request the same thing? And that goes for him too. The things that he asked from me, you know, I easily could have done too, but you know, he didn't want to give me the things that I was asking for too. So it, it was a give and take. And that's what a relationship is, it's compromise. And I feel like that's where we lacked at. There was no compromise anymore. So sometimes you just have to let it go. And how I've been dealing with my relationship is probably not healthy. So I kind of just been dealing with music and kind of just been channeling through that. So the first song that I have on my list is Keisha Cole, Work It Out. This song hit different because from the first verse to the second verse to everything, that's literally what happened in my relationship. And sometimes when I got to look back, like, okay, we've been together for four and a half, almost five years. How did we get here? And it's like, you know, I started talking to somebody else, but I didn't want, I didn't, how did you find that out? You know, I didn't want you to find out this way. I really did want to tell you. And, you know, we can work it out. It can be worked out. But then guilt gets in the way. Then, you know, innocence gets in the way. Oh, victimizing gets in the way. It's just a lot that happens. And it's like, you know, we can work it out, but it's a lot that has to go into this. So listening to Work It Out by Keisha Cole, it's... It's hard. It's it's hard, but at the same time, I'm able to look at it from the outside looking in. Like, you know what? You made the right decision. You space is what you what you needed. Space is space is what it was right to be granted. The next song on my list that I've been dealing with is my bad. The second song that is on my list is. Um, Dondria, you're the one. Only because I feel like as I keep venturing out to being, you know, trying to figure out what I want and all of that, he's still the person, ideally, who I would want to be with in the long run. Um... Just, you know, how he treated me, the way he looked out for me, you know. I know that he is the one for me, but, you know, I feel like maybe the timing was wrong. Or maybe, you know, maybe him in that state, maybe him in that body isn't the one for me. But um, that's just me coming to terms that with, like, you know, with everything that's coming together, you know, you're still that person I embody as a person. So that's just, you know, coming from the thing. Also, I've been listening to 
If by Destiny's Child a lot. <laughs> I've been listening to Destiny's Fulfill, honestly, a lot, actually. Only because things change over time. And it's like, you know, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not even, you know, I'm not stressing. I I gave you the love that I knew I was capable of giving you. And, you know, if you don't want to give me that love in return, you know, that's on you. Um, we're always going to search for that love that we yearn for. And that's fine. Like, And if, you know, you're not getting that from me, that's fine. I feel like that's what that song captures to me at that moment. Um, officially missing you by Tamia, of course. Only because, you know, you you miss it. You have to to rearrange your lifestyle and it's it's a lot. It's a lot that goes with being a breakup. Breakups suck cuz it's like as soon as you get settled and realize like okay, cool, like all right, I'm by myself. I have to do this by myself. Um I think it didn't hit me until I went grocery shopping for my house and I bought stuff for two people. I bought things that we would eat together, things that we enjoyed together. And it was just weird. Like, damn, I'm not I'm not about to make this for just me. It was just weird. Um, So that's when it hit me. Like, dang, okay, I'm officially missing you. Like, that's fucked up. But it's crazy. I'm officially missing you. Um, You always got to have a Fantasia song. And... Mine is, truth is, only because I was telling myself for so long, like, oh, I've been over him. You know, we've been detached for so long, which we were. But at the same time, you know, truth is, you know, I never really did get over you. I never really did, you know, act accordingly. I never really did all that stuff. So it's like, you know, you've got to come to terms with stuff. I feel like that's my accountability song, you know. I, You know, I should I should have done a lot. Uh, Drake is dangerous when you're going through a breakup, but it's very needed. I've been listening to I Get Lonely. Just like you, I get lonely too. They said that single stuff don't hit hit you until it's at nighttime, and I now know what that means. Just, you know, sleeping without that person that you was used to sleeping with for so long. And like I said, I've been with this person for five years, and we lived together for three of those years. Three and a half. And it's like, wow, getting in the bed by myself is a crazy feeling. I'm not going to lie. It's a crazy feeling. Um, a song that's a little different, that's not really so like Debbie Downer, is Do Better by Gunna. Only because, you know, as a breakup, when you, you know, as you fall apart, you realize, like, you know, where you lacked at, where, what you could have done better, and what you could have said, or what could have, what could have did, and what, like, when you sit down and you really think about everything that you've done wrong and how he've done wrong, when, when it all comes down to it, if we really do decide to break apart and you know not try again ever again in the future, I want to see you do better for the next person. I really do. I want to see you learn and branch off. That sounds very, you know, I'm I'm mature about it. You know, I know that. You know, you're not going to stay single forever. Eventually, you're going to find a, a female that you, you like. And I want to see you do better. I really do. I want to see you do the things that I asked you to do for that person. 
with no questions asked. I really do. Um, I also have been listening to Shotgun by Future. <laughs> Only because... I still want that feel, I, you know. I I want you to ride for me. I want you to. I like it. I I, I just always like that song. That shit just always make me feel reassured in some way. Like even though the love may not be shown, it's still there. And you know, sometimes you got to be reminded of that. Um. You want to ride for me, shotgun. You know, it's 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 a feel good song. I feel. I like to listen to it in my car when it's a good day, when I know, you know, my breakup was good good for me. Like, I'm sad, but it was good for me. Um, I also like listening to I don't get you by um money bag cuz that was that was kind of me <laughs> um you know the things that I asked for you know I would get and then it would still be not enough but then you know sometimes as a woman I come to realize like I may ask for these things and I may you know want to want you to provide for this but why did I have to ask for it? Why You didn't want to do it for me? I don't know. I feel like every woman feels like that at some point. Like, yeah, you have to open your mouth to ask for things. But how many times you got to ask for it? How many times do I have to tell you? Why do I have to ask to, for romance or things like that? It's just different things that you know. Different things that you feel like you shouldn't have to ask for. But men at the same time, they're, they're clueless. You have to remind them. And it's like after a while, you get tired of doing that as a woman. And they'd be like, well, I don't get you. And it's funny, you know, listening to that in the song, but it's like, dang, like, dude, like, you can give me, though, it's really that simple. Like, just try. Um, I've also been listening to, I've listened to a lot of Drake. I don't even know why I've been acting like I haven't. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I woke up today like, I want my baby to have your eyes. Because <laughs> I still want him to be my baby daddy, but it's cool. But, like, you know, but all in all, I think the song that's, like, really, like, carrying me for real is Jaded. Because I'm able to get all my anger out. Like, hold on. I'm about to play it. Because the I feel like the first verse, he could say that to me. Like, you leaving me? You dipping out on me? Like that's 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 fucked up. Like and I've you know that's that's hurtful. But I feel like the only reason why I did leave is because you know I feel like we need a space from each other. And you know it may be different artists on different things. But you know sometimes you listen to different songs, you be like, dang, that's pinpointing each and every thing. But the whole second verse, I'm kind of like, dang, like you know, like I I feel that. You know, made me meet your mother for what? Drag me to two hours to your family's house for what? You know, like, you like guns with the ink and getting under my skin. Like, 
Because you are. You're getting under my skin. And it's like, you played me. Because he played me, y'all. He really played me. Everything that he said that he was going to do, he didn't do it. He played me. So it's like, I just be like, dang, like, it's hard. It's hard listening to Drake. But I feel like you have to because there's always that one Drake song that describes everything to a T. And Jaded is that song. Add that shit to your, what, <laughs> hold on, what's it called? <laughs> uh, um, follow She Soul Food on Instagram, y'all. She is hilarious. I'm, I'm going to get her on the show soon for sure. But she says something that i just been using to heart so much. Her whole radio, that's what it is. Add that to your Her Whole Radio playlist. Jaded. Yes, I'm heard and yes, I'm jaded. And I've also been listening to um, just cameras, good ones go. Because, you know, everything look good, but only on camera. Literally. Everything look good, but only on camera. And then, you mean. Good ones go if you wait too long. And that's how I feel about me. You waited too long to show me the affection I wanted, and the good ones go if you wait too long. Um, And the last Drake song that I've been listening to is The Motion. Just off the strength of, like, damn, I guess that's just The Motion. Like, it's, it is what it is. Say la vie. It's... it's <laughs> I don't have a fuck to give. I've been moving state to state in my in my Tims like it's 1998. And my dog Chubby Ch- It's just like, it's just one of them songs where it's just like, you know, it is what it is. And I, Drake is just that person that you need to get over that sometimes. But um, I don't know. I just wanted to share my breakup tips with y'all. Um, I'm hurt, but you know, you got to keep moving. You got to keep going. But, um, you know, deep down inside, I know for a fact, if my ex called me right now to fix that shit, I'm ready to tell my ex to fix that shit. So I don't even know why, you know, sometimes you just got to fake it. All in all, thank y'all so much for coming on the show. I have so much in store for y'all. Um, thanks for the feedback. Thanks for, you know, always reaching out um letting me know the feedback for each episode this is only episode nine and i'm already like starting to reach like a close to 500 600 listens on um soundcloud and apple Podcasts, and like i'm just it's amazing i really appreciate everybody who just listens and just helping me grow um, I also have a fundraiser going on Facebook if you guys want to support a black creator. Um, I've been reaching out to a lot of, like, um, high-end people here in Cleveland who, um, you know, can really open a lot of doors for me as a um, a young black creator. And just, you know, I just want to interview people and get their insight and talk about music. And I just feel like with this podcast, I can do bigger things. And when, you know, sponsors start reaching out to me, I can give back to y'all. And um, that's just one of the goals I have for this podcast. And I just want to share that with y'all every chance I get. Um, Not only that, but it's a fundraiser going on Facebook because um, I am growing very rapidly. And I would like to buy my own studio. Um, I found one that I really would like. Um, It's affordable for me to pay 
pay rent for like how I pay rent in my new apartment but at the same token I just know that I'm gonna need a lot of things to do upkeep and you know keep this studio going as well as promo and you know getting these numbers up so I can start um, getting sponsorships and advertisements and things like that so I can grow this podcast even more and with that being said you know, I have um, a small goal that I want to reach. And if you go on Facebook and reach for, search for your records um, podcast expansion, it will come up and you can donate um, to that on Facebook and, you know, everything in advance. I thank you guys so much. Um, a lot of people have been asking for my cash app as well. Um, it's cash tag um, KCDK7. If you want to donate um, for For Your Records as well, everything that is donated goes straight into a savings account, um, straight for that. I have a couple other fundraisers coming up as well that I'll keep you guys updated on. But other than that, you know, I thank you guys so much for just, you know, um, supporting my vision and sharing my post and, you know, keep word of mouth is always the best way. If you know somebody who listens to a podcast, you know, mention for your records if you know anybody who listens to music and loves music very much like me you know re- recommend this podcast to them and they can even be a guest on here and you know like I love reaching out to new people just getting to know people I have so many like people that I want to bring on here um if any it's a lot of people in Cleveland as well as right now that's um battling COVID-19 so if you also are battling corona Finals right now, you know, we also have to put our um, interviews on hold, especially because, you know, I'm recording at my house, but, you know, with my studio, it allows more people to come to the studio and record with me and make these episodes, you know, more everlasting and more engaging and just, you know, I want to put everybody on a new stuff. Also, if you're an artist, you know, don't be afraid to send your um music and your snippets and your mixtapes to for your records podcast at gmail.com um follow for your records um underscore at on instagram i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about um a twitter is coming soon i want to be engaged with you guys and all of that um shout out to philly shout out to dallas you guys are just as much listeners um top three listeners um up there with Cleveland as well and I also have a lot of listeners in Detroit as well as um Atlanta and you know it's dope you know like once I can you know get bigger and all of that I can't wait to go on tour and just give you guys great content but um you know as always subscribe and um leave a rate and review and you know as always it's all love and thanks again for listening it's Keith from Fleet bye